Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parentingpodcast. Even if you teach your child the Bible and Bible verses and you take them to church and you do family devotions, you do it all right. They may not come to know Christ until uh, sometime after they leave the home. We've got to trust God with our kids and um, and believe that he's going to draw our children to him in his own perfect timing. I'm John Fuller, along with Danny Huerta. He's the Vice President of Parenting and Youth here at Focus on the Family. And uh, Danny, this is a painful topic for some parents. They have kids who really never grabbed onto the faith. They tried their best. They did all they could. Um, and and yet uh, their child's not walking with God. Maybe Maybe they had an early profession of faith, but now they're off in college and they've walked away seemingly. Uh, It's a really um, difficult thing to have a a prodigal child or a wandering child. What's your advice Mm -hmm. for sharing God's love with that child who really isn't open to anything about God? Well, I love the quote from Ronald Reagan, President Ronald Reagan, one of my favorites when I was little. He's not an eminent theologian to quote. No, he's not. He said, live simply, love generously, care deeply, speak kindly, and the rest is up to God. Ah. And really, we can do a certain amount as parents. We can be faithful to everything God's called us to do as parents, and yet a child still has to own their faith, and they may not believe in God. I mean, you look at the early early church and then early uh, in, in Scripture. Yeah, the patriarchs uh, mostly Genesis, had messed Exodus, up families. Leviticus, it's yeah. a story of that. And what we need to do is be in prayer consistently as parents, faithfully praying, and then faithfully speaking truths and blessings into our children's lives, even if they don't um, want to grab onto them then. They, they do listen to those blessings mm-hmm. and uh, be patient with them. Model yourself a relationship with God because as they become adults, if they're pursuing certain things that are empty, they will begin to try to reset, and they will want to go back to asking you questions, and those will come back. I, I remember one time uh, planting a garden with my kids, and I said, you know, faith sometimes is like this around, uh, around our sphere of, of where we uh, see families, and that is when we plant seeds, some of them come up right away, some of them take a long time to mm-hmm. sprout. And that's what happens. Some kids may take just a real long time to sprout in their faith because of certain circumstances that need to come into their life first for them to be at the end of their own will and to to realize what it means to have dependence on a Heavenly Father. And we see in Scripture Saul becoming Paul, and that was when he was much older. Yeah. And Jesus showed up in a, in a very important moment in his life when he was ready for it, and it transformed his life. Mm-hmm. We, have to, we have to know that God is pursuing our child all the time. And uh, one of my favorite sayings uh, about prodigal kids is, the story isn't over yet. Yes. So uh, be encouraged. Well, Jim Daly and I talked with Pastor Bill Putman and his son, Pastor Jim Putman, and they together helped us discover two types of what are called prodigal children. The Bible is so clear. All of us have the responsibility to help restore a brother, sister, son, or daughter uh, who is struggling in sin and walking away from their faith. The question is how to go about doing it. And today we have two special guests, uh, pastors actually, uh, Bill and Jim Putman, 
who are father and son. And I understand, Bill, that you've uh, been a pastor for more than 50 years. That's big. Well, you know, it's uh, easy to call yourself a pastor, and sometimes those sheep listen, and sometimes they don't. That's right. And Jim, you're 30 years pastoring. So 80 years between the two of you, father and son. That's incredible. Um, You know, thanks for being here at Focus. We're glad to be here. All right, let's get into it, Um, and we'll get into more of the prodigal story. And for those that may not be believers, that's simply that great story in the Bible where the uh, son leaves, takes his inheritance, and goes and squanders it all, and uh, is deemed the prodigal. He comes back with the loving father, embracing him. One of my favorite stories. Yeah, Yeah. it's a great story for all of us because we're, like I said, uh, we're all in that role until we embrace Christ and bend our knee to him and follow him. And that's part of the human experience. So let's go to the definition, I think, of prodigal. I think that's a good place to go, Bill. Um, How do you define prodigal? I tend to look at more the behavior and say if you're, you know, doing drugs, uh, premarital sex, drinking, uh, acting out in those ways, that's the classic definition of the prodigal. But you go a bit further. My belief is that there are some children that are are not prodigal, but they're broken. Circumstances have happened in their life that cause them to doubt God and their parents or their church, and they're they're the walking wounded. Yeah. And then there are those who rebel, those who see and feel and understand but reject what you're offering, whether it be the offering of God or the offering of your family. Well, when you look at the national statistics for the church, uh, Barna does those, and I think we see that all over the place. Uh, people are going to church one time a month. Right. 20% are involved in any kind of Bible study or whatever. Kids from those families are leaving the faith. Well, it's just I, to put, I think 18 to 29-year-olds, it's like 70%. Yeah. It might be 18 to 24, but 70% roughly, uh, Dr. Kara Powell there at uh, Fuller. Yeah. Well, I, I, when you look at it, Christians are almost as likely to get divorced, just as likely to get depressed, just as uh, likely to be addicted. So the, the question is, who's really a prodigal? I would say the story of the prodigal sons is more like the name of it, because you've got the son who ran away, but you've got the son who stayed at home, but still didn't love his father, didn't have the heart of his father, didn't have, uh, what you know, remember he said, your son, he's not my brother, has come back. He wouldn't even come into the party. He was a rules follower, the older yeah. brother, and he, he said, thought he got there that way. Yeah, well, he said, I've slaved for you. I didn't do this because I love you. I didn't do this because there's any relationship. So you've got those who are outwardly prodigal and those who are inwardly prodigal. Mm. So from my perspective, when you think about this story, I would almost have more hope for the one who is prodigal out there in the world, broken, than the one who thinks he's fine but doesn't really have the heart of God. And, and when I look at Christians in general, just, even the ones who don't leave, because there's a big debate over how what's the percentage of kids who actually leave. If the statistics for the church are accurate, those who stay, I think, oftentimes are still prodigal. They just go to church once a month and uh, say they're Christian, but they don't have a real relationship with Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's interesting. The good news, for, and I think it's important to mention this, uh, again, Dr. Kara Powell at Fuller has done that longitudinal research, and you know, a good deal, about 50% of those who leave do come back by at least age 40. I think they're studying further into those 40-plus uh, years to see where those young people are at. But many come back, yeah. and that's the hope that we the, all have. The, the question that comes to my mind is, were they ever there? Well, that's fair. I mean, uh, In other words, did they ever really know and love the Father? Yeah. Or did they, they were just raised in a home? 
uh, he was the one who provided for them. But in, in a, from the Christian perspective, so many of these people that are sitting on a pew, they really do not know and love the Lord Jesus Christ. And so to say, are they a prodigal or are they a prospect? Yeah. You know, Danny, Bill made a pretty wise observation there. Uh, we can't help but notice when a child has gone off the rails and is kind of an outwardly prodigal child. But it's important to remember that even the rule followers uh, in the family need a savior. Yes. Sometimes those are the covert ones. <laughs> kind of the passive <laughs> they, aggressives. Well, or they are people pleasers. So mm. they're going to say uh, everything that a person wants to hear in one setting, and we'll say whatever whatever the, the other people want to hear as well, and they, they kind of become chameleons. Hmm. And inwardly, they're struggling. Outwardly, they, they present as very much intact and, and doing very, very well. So questions as parents are important with those kids. How are you doing in your relationship with God? I just asked my kids that yesterday. We were driving, and I said, how are you guys doing in your relationship with God? What do you guys think? He's... Is he still somebody that's really important in your lives? And, uh, and they said, yes, Dad. And I said, well, how? Help me, help me see that mm. from your perspective. I'd love to hear your experience. And so they, they shared that. Now, it's not always like that. Some kids may be grappling with some very big questions mm-hmm. on their own. And they may say, well, Dad, in fact, I, I don't believe in God anymore. And I've had that in counseling sessions, John. Mm. It, where a child has revealed that to their parents. It's been an inward struggle. You haven't seen it in the outward. A, a complete surprise to a parent. And it's been devastating. And a parent becomes very anxious. What does this mean? And it really is uh, an important place to step into with our kids. I've seen many of those kids that are inward strugglers. Once they start to process that, down the road, they have come back to that relationship with the Heavenly Father. They've just intellectually have, have had to wrestle with what it means to have faith. Because we have to, any belief we have, yeah. we have to have faith. Mm-hmm. And that relational connection with your child is foundational to continue to explore those questions, whether inwardly or outwardly. And just know that uh, our kids are being influenced in multiple ways, multiple directions, mm-hmm. and as parents especially kids in, in the teen years, don't be afraid to place boundaries there and talk through the influence of media and how that begins to create a, uh, a lot of confusion in the belief systems inwardly. Yeah. And then eventually it shows up outwardly. And you want to have a safe environment where if they, if they say, well, I have a doubt, woo, you don't jump on that. You, you explore it in much the same way that you were demonstrating just now. Well, how, tell me more help me understand and affirm the fact that they can have doubts. God's not bothered by that. Right. Um, well, if you haven't visited our website, stop by because Danny and the team have really uh, just loaded it up with helpful articles about parenting, uh, about uh, faith, about uh, every age and stage of the parenting journey. There's also a free parenting assessment. It takes just a few minutes Uh, We would invite you to take that and uh, find out how it's going and see maybe an area or two of improvement. And then we do, of course, recommend the book by Jim Putman and his father, Bill Putman. It's called Hope for the Prodigal, uh, and their powerful story of restoration is in this book, along with a really wonderful, gracious presentation of gospel truth and a lot of assurance for parents who have a prodigal child. Uh, We're going to send a copy of that book to you as our thank you gift when you make a generous donation, either a one-time gift or a monthly pledge, 
to the ministry of Focus on the Family today. Uh, you can call 800, the letter A in the word family, or donate online. We've got the link in the episode notes. Next time, we'll talk about encouraging older children to be mission-minded in school and in the workplace. For now, on behalf of Danny Huerta and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. 